what's going on, everybody? I wanted to do this episode on life. Um, this is something I've, I've thought about doing an episode about a, a long time, uh, for a while now. This is a deeply, uh, almost profound episode but also a very simple concept at the same time today we're talking about something I think merits a very deep discussion and that is the idea that life is a pyramid scheme uh, this is <laughs> this is a very deep uh, and, and when I mean life, I don't necessarily mean, like, the process of life. But mostly I'm talking about what people consider life. What people consider to be, more accurately, their life. My life is this, and my life is that, and all this stuff. <clears throat> Society, life, socialization, these things are all pyramid schemes. And it sounds insane, perhaps, when I say it, but when I try to explain this to you, you can see easily what I'm talking about and how accurate this is. And uh, (laughs) you can start to see how this plays a role in your life in different ways. So what does this mean that life is a pyramid scheme? Right, so let's take a good example of, of of something that you might have dealt with in life, which is uh, grades. What are grades attempting to get you to do, really? They're attempting to get you to agree with their, the educator's perspective, the education system's perspective. They basically want you to sit down. Shut up, do your work, don't disagree with them, and you will get an A, right? Things like this. Um, and the whole process is indoctrinating, honestly, because from a very young age, you are basically forced into this education system. You don't have a choice. You don't have to say in the matter, even after you are older, high school, and even beyond, to a certain extent, college to a certain extent as well, you don't really have a say in what you do, especially the first two years of college, uh, where we basically are doing the same thing you, you did in high school. And, um, it's one of the reasons why I didn't finish college, actually. I started... And then I sat sat there and looked at it and all of a sudden I'm going, but it's the same thing I just did. Why do I have to do this again? Right? And this is, (laughs) oh God, this is all connected together here because once you start to understand that life is a pyramid scheme, you, all the pieces start fitting together. Everything starts to make more sense. And you start to, like, 
doubt everyone when they tell you stuff. Because you don't know if they're selling you things. So, to be general here, to be general, to be as general as possible here, what do I mean by this? So, basically, what most of life and society is about nowadays is motiv- motivating you, controlling you extrinsically by giving you rewards for, do- for doing things. Uh, Oh, you must be a good boy or girl. If you don't, if you're not, I won't. We will punish you. We will give you timeouts if you if we if you are a good boy. We will give you candy and things like this. Right? They're basically trying to control you to be like them. Be like them. But more than this, at the ultimate levels, they're attempting to indoctrinate you into their culture, into their system. It's really what it is. Education is not about educating people. It's about indoctrinating people into what common educators think is true. But the more that you look at all this stuff, especially when it comes to the different things like history and things like this, the more you start realizing that a lot of shit that you've been taught is wrong. It's just plain wrong. And... <coughs> You, if you are doing this when you're in school, like if you're listening to my episodes and you're in school right now, I pity you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really pity you because you can listen to my, what I'm saying. You can see through all the bullshit and you still have to deal with it at the same time. You know, somebody like me who's already dealt with it, already saw through the bullshit hasn't doesn't have to deal with it anymore. And so basically schoolwork is required in life. People are required to go to school if even if that's only on homeschool kind of way. They're required to take this common core standards shit. Which is basically an attempt to indoctrinate you into a certain kind of cultural norm. Because if it's normal, if you see it as normal, you stop thinking about it. What you normalize, you basically are indoctrinized into. And so, all of society and all... Of socialization, and well, not all of socialization, but a lot of socialization is about, and society and government, anything else, especially politics, is about <clears throat> manipulating you into a certain state of mind. You know, this pyramid scheme is, is very deep, right? It takes the form of things like, oh, you vote for me as a politician and I will give you this and that and this and that punishment reward. If you don't vote for me, if you vote for the Democrats, you'll get all these problems and all these, or if I'm a Republican or whatever, you know, whatever it is. It's indoctrinating you. They're basically controlling you. It's basically a pyramid scheme type of thing. Um, 
you know, the most overt example of this is <clears throat> we have this kind of uh, philosophy in our society that says, "Oh, we must you must learn how to be be the biggest person, the most famous, the most riches, whatever, right?" And so people strive and struggle to go do this and to get this, right? But then what? What happens when you get there? Now you have to recruit others to do this. The whole system is based on this. Oh, look at me. I'm the good boy or girl. You know, join me and we can be good boys and girls together, right? It's basically what it is. Basically indoctrinating you to believe what they believe because they don't have any logic to back up what they're telling you. They don't have any actual evidence. They just have, do what the fuck I say, shut up, sit down, get the A's, right? Um, And I think... That people are starting to see through the cracks at this point. Like there's a certain uh, understanding at this point that we're partially reaching that says that education is shit, it's not working. And uh, that's admirable that people are starting to see this, but it's not deep enough because they don't see the deepest levels of this problem. You know, because what are you doing when you're educating someone? Are you teaching them to think? Most of the time, the answer is no. You're not teaching anybody to think. You're, you're basically teaching them what you already think you know. And thus, the sins of the Father are passed on to the sins of the Son. To the unteen generation or whatever, right? <laughs> That's really what it is. It's, it's so insane to me that Nobody else can really see this. And so, in a lot of ways, we've 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 replaced religion with the society that we have now. Um, it's no longer about please your God, whatever that God is. It's about pleasing your elders, those who are controlling you, things like this. Those who lead, those who teach, whatever it is. Those who are your parents. And that was, to a certain extent, what was going on before as well, but it's definitely something that's stronger in some ways more now than it was even back then in some ways because back then there was a choice. You had you had no choice because you had nothing else. You had probably like the town that you were in or whatever. Now there are so many choices but we're still indoctrinated in this way. Um, and we still fall into this pyramid scheme it says, oh, be the good boy or girl and you'll get status, you'll get the A's, you'll get the gold star, you know, whatever it is. Um, things like this. 
and self-help is is very much similar in this way. It's like, oh, you can be an amazing person, you can look good, and you can be rich. You know, all these things. All you have to do is buy this product that I'm selling you. This will do all these things for you. This will help you do all these things. Right? You buy the product. What then? You do all the things that it tells you to do. Um, and then maybe you go, oh, this works. Or maybe you go, oh, it doesn't work. And so you have to find ways around this, selling the product yourself in other ways. So you know, the, the pyramid scheme is, is working for all the people around here. Right, work is somewhat similar as well. Like, oh, you can be rich, you can be famous, you can be better. Just try and climb that corporate ladder. You know what happens then? You know that's the thing that nobody questions. Nobody asks the question: What happens after this? Because if they did, if because if the corporates let them even ask those questions, they would find out. Oh, that's right. It just keeps going and going and going. It never stops. It never ends in this way. And so once you start to realize that this whole thing is basically just a pyramid scheme, you stop believing in the bullshit that these people are telling you. Your educators, your corporate government, people, whatever it is, they're basically... Giving you only the favorable side of this. They're basically just delivering a package to you. They're selling this package. You buy the package. You look inside and all you realize is that, oh, there was only package there. There was nothing in the, inside the box. And so if you really buy into what they were selling... You repackage it up yourself, maybe in, in a unique way, and then you sell the same package, even though there's nothing in it, right? Um, it's, and so, this is why I've always said that the popular opinions are often wrong, because it's often based on an int- extrinsic motivation. Extrinsic, extrinsic motivation is very much based on control. Like, if you do this, you will get the reward. If you do the opposite, you will either get a punishment or you won't get a reward. Be a good boy or girl or you'll get, or you won't get the reward, you know. And so it's not about helping people to see why being moral or good or whatever it is is important using stories and and reason and logic or whatever it's about controlling them with with this kind of pleasure pain system that they have set up and so you are indoctrinated into your culture we're all indoctrinated in certain ways some of us less than others, but only because we have managed to become aware enough to see through the bullshit. Right? And so, 
You may be one of those people. You may not be. But one thing that you may not know or realize is that the more they sell you these things and the more you kind of listen to what they're telling you unquestioningly, the less you will be able to be critical about what they're selling. And they give you these incentives and they give you these rewards and they're like, oh, be the good boy, be the, the uh, good boy or girl or whatever. Be the smart boy or girl, get the great A's or whatever, right? But there's also other incentives as well. And I've been thinking about this a lot, actually, because um, one of the things that we were, I was talking about with some people that I know, to a certain extent, what, uh, was about government funding. Why, why does the government give you money? People think it's about poverty, like, oh, we're trying to help the poor, we're trying to help whatever it is. I don't think that's quite right. I mean, to a certain extent, I think there's a, a, uh, an intention there, a misleading intention in some ways. But I don't think that's really what's going on here. If you look deep into this, you can start to see the structure of this unravel. And you can start to understand that this is actually not true, or at least not completely. There is actually a hidden motive here that they're not telling you about, which is that if you are uh, getting money from the government in some way through food stamps or whatever, there's there's a couple of interesting things that happen, right? One of the interesting ones is that you... Well, I think there's a couple of things that can happen, right? One of them, I think, is that if you are getting this, you know, why do anything at all? Why struggle as much? I'm not, I'm not against these fundings at all. Um, but, you know, there's, there's an interesting argument about this. But the bigger thing to me is actually much more insidious. And that is that this funding, this, these projects, what they inevitably do is, well, like I said, they, I think they can, um, gives an extrinsic motivation to be poor in some ways. Because like I said, if you have these things, why go even further? Because if you have these things and then you, you decide to uh, go, 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 go further and you know, go outside your cur current bracket, uh, your current income bracket, these things won't be cut off. So why do these things? Well, stop these things. Right. That's the first thing. That's something that you can also notice with people in prison systems and, and stuff like this. Because in a prison system, you have three squares meals a day, things like this. And so 
it becomes a, a natural lifestyle to get into to these prisons. Uh, but the, but the over the, the second point, which I think is even more insidious, is that it. Well, there's there's a couple things I could say about this, right? And uh, this may say about seem about seem a little conspiratorial, but uh, it's very interesting to think about this. If you are getting funding from the government, which most people are in some way. Uh, whether through Medicare or Medicaid or some kind of like, tax return or whatever, if the government does something that you don't agree with, what are you going to do, right? And what exactly are they going to do if they find out what you're doing? I'm not saying that they would stop the funding necessarily, but what that's, what's going to, what I think it's going to do is it's going to create more docile, a docile public. Um, and there's a lot of things that are going on as well that are also doing this, your education system, things like this. It's trying to create a public that will not think for itself, that cannot think for itself because it is controlled by extrinsic motivation. Um, at the deeper level, most of this is, has more to do with the education system, the uh, extrinsic reward system. Things like this. Yeah, because the funding itself, I think, is more adding to this. It's not necessarily something that's done to increase this. But really, they don't really need to increase it, but they're adding to it by doing this. Um, I'm not against it necessarily, but I'm just explaining why this might be causing certain problems. Uh, becoming aware of the dangers of this situation. <clears throat> so, the... I think one of the things you need to understand about the government is that the government is not trying to help you. The government is not here to help you. And the the, uh, the law and law enforcement enforcement is not here to help you in any kind of way. What's what is really there to do is to keep you indoctrinated, to keep you from shut, keep you shut up in some kind of way. Now. I'm not against law enforcement to a certain extent, but, and I'm not against government to a certain extent, but we have, uh, especially government, not necessarily laws, law enforcement in the same way, but especially government has become increased so much that uh, it's created a situation where the, the indoctrination that's been happening is increasing. Um, and with the invention of social media and the uh, increased accessibility to the internet, indoctrination has changed forms. Now the indoctrination has taken the form of what the government wants to call it. It's misinformation, fake news, all this stuff. And I'm not saying that there's anything 
that are that is true about what the indoctrinating is saying, you know, it's not necessarily. But because it isn't coming from the authority, which is the government, the news, whatever, they have to demonize it. They have to get rid of it, which is what they're doing. You know, Biden, not necessarily Biden, but like people in the government have actually had access to back doors within social media, which they've used to censor things that, do, that go against the government narrative of, of reality. Um, right. This is, this is very much a uh, topic where we have to become aware of the indoctrinations of the mind, of, of these different organizations. And so the government is not here to help anyone at all. Uh, and it really shouldn't be that hard to understand why. But because we, we either have two sides of this, right? When it comes to left or right, the, the one side is like, oh, the government should not be helping people. The government should not be doing these things, right? The other side goes to the other extreme and says, the government is good. It should be helping us and all stuff. I think it's kind of closer to the middle as far as this is concerned because I think that government can help and is useful but only if it's done in the right way which it is not done in. Um, a lot of people talk about states' rights and to me that's not even the right answer either. And the answer, the reason why I say this is very obvious. Right? Because there's something called the Dunbar number. This is very important. You should look this up. Basically, the idea is that one can only know about 100 people, 150 people or so. And it's not even going to be that deep of a number or that deep of a uh, connection with those people, right? And so the answer to this problem is not states' rights, in my opinion. It's local rights. States' rights, you know, a politician in those states, in that area, doesn't know you unless you're in those areas. And even if you are in those areas, they're not going to know or care who you are. But if you're dealing with a situation where most of these decisions are localized, and I'm not even necessarily even talking about the localizes in like in the same town, but like in the same area slash whatever sub district of the town or whatever. You can find them. You can go, you know, after them or whatever, and it would work. And so I don't really believe in this idea of states' rights. I think that was a little bit ridiculous to begin with because it was always going to be failing because it's not based on a, you know, what, what exactly is a call going to do, right? Or an email or whatever. It can hold that off to other people and they can not be aware of these kinds of calls. And so they can kind of distance themselves from this process when it's more of a state's rights or national issue. 
right? But if it's localized, you have more, they have more of a interest in keeping things normalized and, and, and more stabilized, right? Because if they have to live within these certain areas that they're making these laws in, they're going to have to make the laws work for them versus the way that it is with the state's rights laws. It doesn't necessarily affect them the same way, right? So <laughs> this is very, a uh, random side note, but this is very important, I think, because we have this idea that, like, we have to have, to have everything super nationalized, like gun control, things like this, or states' rights, only states' rights. I think the answer to that is wrong. I think it's always should have been localized. Um, and it is to a certain extent, but it's a very small extent. It's so small as to not really mean anything at all. Um, but you know, that's, that's the, that's the craziness of indoctrination. They tell you states' rights or national rights because that serves them. They don't live in your area. They don't give a fuck. They probably live in some rich person's area. And so that gives them less of an incentive to care about the laws that they place to a certain extent, right? But if they live... Let's say you live in a sound town called Townville, right? If there's a politician that doesn't live in Townville making decisions for Townville because he's in another town that's probably much more upscale or whatever, he doesn't care. But if it's all about local rights instead of states' rights or whatever, and you have to have, and most of the decisions are make, made locally, for the most part, in Townville, and that politician has to be located in Townville, he's going to have to have, he's, he has more incentive to pass laws that actually can benefit him and his community, because he would have to, like, serve the community, right? He would have to become aware of the community at least a little bit, right? Because that's, what was mi that's what's missing in politics. We don't have much of that. We have it to where it's, it's more of like a package that they're selling, which does nothing. That's why Congress for the longest time has been called the do-nothing Congress because they do nothing but pass bills that mean nothing to no one. To, to everyone <laughs> except themselves. Um, and But if you're forced to be have localized rights for most areas, or all areas, really, what's going to happen is they're going to have to start caring about the laws that they're putting in place. Especially if you stipulate that they have to know the local areas and things like this. Right. Um, it's a very, it's a very, uh, 
unusual precision, perhaps, but I think it's very important to kind of destroy the illusions of these kinds of things that people have. Like, oh, we must have more states' rights. Yeah, that's not working either. Here's why. That's exactly why. Um, but, you know, this is the whole process of indoctrination. You've been indoctrinated so long to believe in either national or state, nothing else. Because it serves them to have it this way. You know, this is this is exactly why I've I've always attempted to have more original thinking. Because I see things like this and I just have to look at it and laugh and go, what the fuck? What is happening here? Why is this happening? What what is the better solution? In my opinion, the more alternative and more useful solution. Versus um, the ador- the authorities, which will just tell you, like, oh, who cares what these people say? We believe in states' rights, or we believe in national rights, or whatever. We believe in gun control, or whatever it is. Um, most of those issues are not affecting them because they're in different areas. So yeah, that's that's the solution. If you if you want a clear cut solution to politics, that's it. Localize rights. Ta da <laughs> It's almost more like you have to it's almost like a community service thing. Like, it almost has to become like a, because really, I think this is something that politicians have forgotten, but politicians are servants. They're not masters, and they should have never been seen as masters. But they are masters nowadays, because that's how they have indoctrinated us into believing, and they've, and this has been indoctrinated into us for 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years when it was never about this at all. Um, they're the leaders, they're the masters, you know, this kind of thing. So, but if, but if it was ever this way, like I'm explaining to you, they would never do it, which is exactly the problem. Um, So, anyways, hope you enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you in the next one. So, to kind of finalize this, <laughs> this episode, because you know everybody's going to be pissed, right? So, <clears throat> these are just things that I'm still kind of thinking over here, and 
you know, never you never know by next year. I might have changed this a little bit, but but the basics are still correct. The ideas of localized rights are still kind of correct, but you know, the politicians are never going to go for this because it's because it, it makes them have to actually put in some effort, which they can't, which they don't really do as much. But it is what it is. We're here. So, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to the next one.